Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Horny Creek. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is March 17th? Uh, no, 18th. Okay. March 18th, 1998. That's it, yeah. And we have watched an episode of Dawson's Creek in the company of men. We weren't in the company of men when we watched it. That was the title of the episode. Such a weird and wrong title. (laughs) In the company of men. Quite a horny title. (laughs) Right. This was a pretty horny episode. They, they I gotta all say, are. They all seem to revolve around sex in some way or another. You're looking quite uh, sexy tonight, Carol. Gee, thanks, baby. Sorry, y'all. You're welcome. Am I? <laughs> Always. All right. So, this episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? Uh, go ahead. This episode. This episode starts with um, Jen's boyfriend. Billy. Crawling in her bedroom window. Well, yeah, he, he uses a latar. He got he got to crawl to get in the window part. I though. think he's in, is he in Graham's room or is he in Jen's room? I don't know. And I don't think he knows. He it, just took the opportunity and cli- climbed in the window. <laughs> it looks like a older lady's room. It doesn't yeah. look like it should be Jen's room. Agreed. Although Jen hasn't been there that long, so she may not have decorated. A lot of oak furniture. I have a question, though. What the fuck happened to Gramps? Is he dead? He's in the hospital. They still? He's still in that hospital? Well, I mean, before he was in a coma in the house, so I don't really understand how he went from being comatose, chilling like on hospice or whatever, (laughs) to going to the hospital. (laughs) He had uh, he had one of those beer hats on in a coma. <laughs> Just chilling, boys. <laughs> Holy shit. It is weird. He's going to be chilling in a morgue pretty soon. Seriously, though, like this, they got a body for one episode to show <laughs> that he existed. And after that, they're like, yeah, we're, we're not fucking showing this guy ever again. Yeah, it's just costing them money. <laughs> it's so weird. They never even talk about him anymore. Yeah. The whole point was supposed to be like, oh, she got sent to Cape Side to help Grandma take care of Grandpa. And it's like, no, the real reason is because she's a sex pervert or whatever. <laughs> we sent her away. And now it's like Grandpa doesn't even matter. Right. He 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 no longer needs to be there as, an, as a convenient excuse, so they just got rid of him. I couldn't believe Billy, though. He crawls in the window and lays on the bed. With shoes on. And the grandma walks in. What and, a monster. Right? I, that bothered me. But the grandma walks in and sees him, and he doesn't apologize. He's not startled. She says, and you are? And he says, quite comfortable, thank you. Right. Like, no real-life person would react like that. So, grandma says, hey, Jen, want to come in here and bring the phone? I love Grams. She's such a, like, tough person. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're going to call the police here. Like, no hesitation, no fear. Right. Just, Jennifer, bring me the phone. She's got that that east backbone, that, like, northeast backbone. 
Interesting. She's got a little bit of the main accent, the, the Bahaba accent, <laughs> uh, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going down to the gr- the store, are you? You know, that kind of, she's got a little bit of that main accent. In, right. And she's got that, like, just tough old crone main persona. She is, I mean, she's just a strong person, though, you can tell. So Jen walks in, and she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? To which Billy says, well, <laughs> rumor has it. This is so ridiculous. You and, you and Dawson broke up. And I'm thinking, like, was he driving home to New York and then just, like, flipping to the, the and, like, hit on a college radio station or something <laughs> like that? Like, hey, guess what, everybody? Jen broke up with Dawson. <laughs> like, first of all, who knows about this? Right. Dawson says it's been 48 hours. So... Who in the town knows about it? Jen, Dawson, and what, like... Joey and Pacey. Pacey and Joey? Who did they tell? Right? How did this get out? Well, I mean, okay, it's a very small town and stuff gets around. Remember how fast the teacher thing went? I guess, but, but I mean, that's something that people would talk about. Well, I mean, Dawson breaking up with Jen could be something, but I mean, a lot of people didn't even know they were together. He didn't accidentally say something to Pacey in a bathroom so that somebody else could overhear and start spreading the rumor. Right. So, you know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because he's not part of the circle. He wouldn't have any contacts that would be like, hey, Billy, guess what? And this adult man who said he was leaving <laughs> hang around the high school to listen to the rumor mill, right? too? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, if it's been 48 hours, why is he still there? Yeah. He said he was leaving. Where's he been sleeping? In his car? Yeah, because he was sleeping with Dawson. It did, nothing of this makes sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he says he's there because she broke up with Dawson, and she's like, get the fuck out. So instead of leaving... He goes to the high school again. Yeah, right. How old is he? Like 25? Something like that. And <laughs> Having sex with a 15-year-old, by the way. Right. Just pointing that out. Yeah. And, and with no shame, either. Yeah, this show loves adults having sex with kids. It's weird. It's really weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes to get Dawson. He's like, hey, we both got broken up with. Yeah. Let's... Uh, we let's- have common ground. Yeah. Let's go find, you know, another female because, you know, that'll make us feel better. Right. Like, I don't understand his motivation entirely. Do you? So his, I think his motivation is to, I guess, to make it seem as if Dawson's off the table. Hook him with, hook him up with somebody else because Jen says to him. Just because Dawson and I are on a hiatus, sort of implying that she plans at some point to get back together with him. True. So maybe he's thinking, I got to take this guy out of the game and then maybe she'll go with me. I don't know if this is, I don't know if this dude's supposed to be considered charming or if like, like what he's doing is supposed to be considered cute, but it's fucking real stalkery behavior, man. I think the only people that would find it cute and or charming are damaged. I don't think I like a healthy person would be like, "Hey, he's hot." Like, I'll bet you there's some women watching this though that say that. Oh, I'm sure. But as you said, they, they they're probably then damaged. He plays to that kind of person though, mm-hmm. which Jen used to be and right. is no longer. 
I mean, so it's good writing. Yeah. He, he even says, you know, next time you alter your personality, whatever. Yeah. She's like, no, I used to be uh, weak, weak and, and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good for her for sticking up for herself. Yeah. Jen, I like Jen. Jen's maybe my favorite character in the show. She's a very good person. Personality-wise, you know. Yeah. Because she, she has a lot of courage, and unlike a lot of these people... But she, it makes sense because she's lived a lot of life and and in her fifteen years and yeah, exactly. Well, I think they're with well, I think they're supposed to be sixteen now, right? We're we're still in season one, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember anybody having a birthday. I don't know if there's going to be a season two or not. But did uh, did they say something like, "Hey, at the be- at the first episode, were they like, hey, uh, we're starting out. Everybody's fifteen, okay? And then every season from here on out, they're gonna age one year. Like, I don't, I don't know what you, I don't know what that means. I'm saying this is the ninth episode can, of this can, show. Can you calm down? You like jump in on me about this? Like, it's normal to have characters age as time goes on, and I'm just saying I don't think that much time has happened for yeah, them it's been to be nine any episodes. older. Yeah, but but. Fa- but you're assuming that 15's where they started. Who said that? Uh, I don't know. I thought they were. What the fuck? <laughs> I thought they said they were 15. No! I don't know. I mean, Pacey was definitely 15. That, that, that He was, was? That was said. It was? I thought so. By who? I don't remember. You yeah. don't expect me to remember details, exactly. do you? Exactly. Exactly. I think they're sophomores. <sighs> In high school, mm-hmm. that's brought up this episode, so they're probably 16. They could be 15 or 16 if they're sophomores, yes. Yeah. Unless they got held back, and then they could be even older. Yeah, but I think they're supposed to be 16. 16-ish. Right, okay, fine. Anyway. But this dude's got to be at least 21. Yeah. So Because yeah, he's, he's getting into a bar. Yeah, he's got an ID. He's legal. Right. He gets Dawson and Pacey in because he knows the bouncer. Right. Like that's how old he is. I know the bouncer of a club. Did we tell them that that uh, he his his idea? I don't think we told them his idea. Tell, tell them his idea to to take Dawson to a, a club in Providence. Yeah, to meet another woman, and then Pacey decides to come along. Yeah, as he invited well. himself. But yeah, I think I think his plan is to is to both get him off the table as a viable partner for Jen. And to, I don't know, like, sully him in some way, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like he wants to make him less attractive to her. Yeah. Debase yeah. him in some way. Because as he says to them, oh, I'm taking him to a whorehouse, is essentially what he says. Yeah. Not he, a nightclub, but a whorehouse. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, a house where uh, women uh, take money for providing certain services. Like, come on. And Pacey's like, we're not actually going there, are we? And <laughs> she's like, no, no, I was just fucking around with him. But they, they do go to the to the bar, and um, Pacey strikes out. I don't think Billy... Pacey, Pacey strikes out for the stupidest reason. <laughs> yeah. He walks up, and well, God, what the fuck did he say to her? He says, I'm the drummer for Pearl Jam. Yeah. How about you? And she said, you're dumber than who? And then he just walks away. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, she couldn't hear him. Right. 
Now, Billy says you'll know with him. Casey will only date a woman with perfect hearing. (laughs) Well, Billy says you'll know if a woman wants to sleep with you within five seconds. Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. So maybe Pacey determined in that response that she wouldn't want to sleep with him. I mean, maybe, I guess. He's not wrong, per se. If you're coming up cold to a woman at a bar or, you know, whatever, a grocery store or wherever you're meeting women, uh, the mall. You meet women at a grocery store? I don't meet women anywhere. We're together. Okay, so it just seems like a weird place to throw out there. Talking about, well, grocery stores are, you know, wholesome places to meet women. Hey, let me help you pick out some melons. Like, what the fuck? I've never picked anyone up in a grocery store. Let me show you how I can handle this cucumber. Oh, um, my. Yeah, you've never picked that. When have you ever picked anybody up? I picked up you. You're the pick up I picked you up. Said you. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, what were we talking about? <laughs> Uh, the 15 seconds uh, to determine whether or not yeah. a woman will sleep with you. Yeah, if you're meeting somebody cold, it's not that's not wrong, really. You can tell pretty quick if somebody's interested or somebody's not interested. And that's the thing is it doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know, you have to try to sleep with them right then. Right. But you can tell if somebody's interested or not very quickly. What, what do you think is how, like, how could you tell? If somebody's engaged in the conversation. Okay. So, like, if you go up to somebody and you get, throw out whatever line you're going to throw out, whether it's some cheesy, you know, like, oh, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? You know, like, uh, if it's some stupid line like that or if it's something a little more clever, you know, like, to walk up to somebody and be like, uh, hey, girls, what, what did you think was better, the... Uh, the Flintstones cartoon or the live action remake, you know, like. Or you throw a letter at a girl in a f- food, uh, food soup kitchen, you know, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. could do that too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just a giant letter B. <laughs> throw it at her. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, so depending on what you do, yeah, the letter's not a good way to go. That's not at all. But whatever line you come up with, if the person is engaged, if they're making eye contact, if they're smiling, if they're talking back to you, you know, or if they're turning away from you like they're afraid. <laughs> I mean, you can you can tell if someone's interested or not. Yeah. You can tell if someone's smiling genuinely. You just have to look for the signals. So you just have to be able to read body language, basically. Yeah. That makes sense. And if they give you a little bit of an opening, then you, you know, you go in and, and start assaulting them with your personality. <laughs> you know, you just you just empty it all out. Wow. Everything about you, all your likes, <laughs> dislikes, your little personality quirks, you just like, it's like you're opening uh, Fibber McGee's closet. Goodness gracious. Everything falls out. That's a, that's a joke for all you uh, 1940s radio fans. I don't even try anymore to understand when you make those references. I'm just like, whatever. It's an old radio show, Fibber McGee and Molly. I feel like you've mentioned Fibber McGee and Molly before. It was a big one. Marion and Jim Jordan, real life married couple. Um, Way back when, see, maybe people don't understand, but way back when, radio had sitcoms and shit. Like, it had drama shows, it had action shows, like, like you watch a TV show now. Mm-hmm. And 
Fibber McGee and Molly was one of the most popular sitcoms, essentially. It was a married couple in their house talking to each other, and then the neighbors and the neighborhood and stuff like that. And Yeah, they were, you know, it was like I Love Lucy or something like that, but, you know, on the radio instead, just the voices. But uh, one of the big gags was that Fibber had a closet that was, he would just throw shit in there, right? And so every time he'd be like, oh, I know where that is, it's in the closet. You know, every, like the people in the audience would be like, oh, God, you know. And then he'd open the closet and like just like a cacophony of sounds as a bunch of things fall out. They had to do like bits like that where, where it was noise based and stuff like that, you know, in order to to sell it. Because it's on the radio. You can't see anything. Right. It's theater of the mind. <laughs> anyway, so just empty out your entire personality there. And like I just did. And see, if I can just go through, if I could go through an entire explanation of Fibber McGee and Molly and all that stuff to someone, and they're still smiling and engaged, man, they really want to sleep with you. Well, there you go. See, that's how I knew. (laughs) And then I said, why don't you make these tapes with me? And you were like, yeah, why not? Yeah, you had me at tapes. And the rest is history. Oh, really? (laughs) You always wanted to make a tape with a man, huh? Oh, jeez. Rob Lowe style. Anyway, Dawson at this bar yes. finds a woman who is wearing a, a theater, or no, sorry, a film, film. shirt. Film threat. Film, yeah. It says film threat on the back. She, she looks like a fucking, uh, she looks like a biker in a fucking post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> like, she looks like she should be fucking fighting off uh, monsters. <laughs> She does have a, a kind of a, a harder look, I she think. She does. Yeah. She's got that cr- long, curly hair. Yeah. Just real, real hard-looking woman. And she definitely looks older. Um, it's older than Dawson, like, for sure. I mean, she's older than... I think she's older than 21. She yeah. Like, probably 23 or something. Maybe she's like working on a postgraduate degree. Maybe even older than that. Yeah, she says she's in film school. Yeah. But uh, they talk for quite a while. And then Billy comes over. And this is where I really don't understand what the fuck he was doing. Because he's like... Yeah. I know. this. His character is written very inconsistently. Yeah. Like, uh, hey, Dawson. Uh, the chocolate milk you ordered is ready at the bar. And then he tries to pick up the girl. Like, what? Nobody's going to think, oh, yeah, you're you're really putting him in his place. Yeah. Like, no, you just sound like an ass. Exactly. I noted the woman's name, Melissa McBride. Okay. That's the woman that he hits on, the film student. Interesting. I wanted to see if I could find some information about her at some point to see how, to pinpoint how old she is. Because okay. I'm really curious. <laughs> yeah, if any of you know Melissa McBride, let us know personally. That is a cool name. Let us know. But um, she's just like, you know what? It's getting crowded in here. Let's let's get yeah, out of here, Dawson. Get the fuck out of here, Doss. So he goes outside with her, and he gets all weird and shy and <laughs> scared. She she, uh, she she denigrates Steven Spielberg, by the way. Yeah. She's like fucking Stanley Kubrick and uh, Martin Scorsese. Those are directors. Yeah. Spielberg makes schlock. She says, uh, I know you're not going to be a threat since you're a Spielberg fan. Right. But yeah, so he does get really shy, and, and she's like, well, "What's the what's the point here?" It's like, "Well, what are we doing?" 
She's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, you're walking me to my car, and then I'm driving home. <laughs> and she's like, no, to the singular. All right, the singular first person. But then when he explains that he's been broken up with and the whole reason he is there, she's like, it would really impress your friends if you didn't come home till the morning, wouldn't it? Right. You can come over to my house. And- <sighs> we'll fall asleep watching movies. Right. She totally wanted to have sex with him. I think so. That's so weird. <laughs> she did say, uh, you know, she said something like, say yes before I, uh, I give in to my temptation to card you. Yeah. And um, he tells her. she's 40. Right. But he tells her, you know, he still, you know, wants to be with the girl who broke up with him and he doesn't feel like it'd be right. Right. And then he kisses her. Yep. That must have been a decent kiss because she says, call me if she comes to her senses. Right. If she doesn't, doesn't come, come to her, her senses. senses. Yeah. <laughs> call me if she comes to her senses. <laughs> and I can be in addition. There you go. Um, then he goes back inside and gets into a fight with Billy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is like. I forgot to mention this. Mm. When Billy first comes to him in the car mm-hmm. and is like, "Hey, let's go to Rhode Island, Dawson." I don't. I have no idea why Dawson agrees to this. No, Dawson again, like at this point where you're where you're talking about reveals that he kind of knows Billy's plan, and but like even if he didn't know exactly what Billy's plan was right away, I don't know why he agrees to this. Like I said when we were watching the episode. <laughs> I was like, I would be worried that he he was going to kill me. Like, he kills Dawson, skins him, and then, like, goes up to Jen. I'm both of, I'm both of them, Jen. Oh, my God. I'm Billy and Dawson. I'm Dawson. <laughs> Do you want me now, Jen? <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's a very weird. The whole thing is weird, weird, weird. And, like, is this why it's called in the company of men? Is Billy men? Because so. Billy is not men. <laughs> He's just an overgrown little boy with a ID. Right. But no, Dawson's like, oh, I know what your whole fucking plan was, uh, asshole. It was to uh, to get me here and to sully me or whatever. <laughs> so so that, you know, Jen would get upset and then you she'd run into your arms. And, and he's like, oh, you bit pretty hard for somebody that knew what was going on. Right. And he was like, uh, yeah, you ever... He said... He said um, Hey, if you really cared about Jen, you'd stay as far away from her as possible. And he goes, yeah, that's exactly what her dad told me. Do you think it's funny that you sound exactly like her dad? Because I do. And he's like, better than better than sounding like her loser ex-boyfriend. <laughs> to which Billy responds with, have fun getting homeboys right. and abandons them in Providence. Yeah. I'm assuming this is Providence, Rhode Island, right? It, it is, yes, Rhode Island. So they oh, started out... Providence, Sri Lanka. They started out in Maine? Cape Side. I think they're in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay. And Billy's from New York. Is Rhode Island between them? Yes. So it's a couple hours away. Probably, yes. Not- I'm not super familiar with Northeast <laughs> uh, uh, geography. Like, you know, how... Like how how long you'd have to be on the turnpike to get to Rhode Island. But yeah, it's probably a couple hours away. So Pacey and Dawson end up sitting in the rain waiting for a bus. Yeah, they take the bus back. But it looks like it's just a regular bus stop, not like they went to some big bus station or anything. Yeah. So how would you even know? Like you're in an unfamiliar town. How do you know where to go? Oh, there are there are buses that go in uh, back east there are buses that do that. They just go Really? Yeah. Because oh. the cities are, 
The cities are close enough together, but far enough away that the buses will run between the cities, and you can take a bus to Providence, and you, can, you know, from Boston. Interesting. Yeah, you can go uh, Boston, New York, Philadelphia, uh, like fucking in Connecticut, Stanford, Connecticut, and like they're all within a couple hours of each other. And hmm. yeah. that's so cool. I had no idea. We don't have anything like that here. You're lucky if you can get a bus to take you from somewhere that isn't Detroit into Detroit or vice versa. The farther you go west, the less clustered things are. Mm -hmm. Like you get past the Mississippi Mm -hmm. and it's fucking insane how far away things are. If you ever look at uh, a map where they show the from like the earth where they show the lights at night, it's like east coast from Mississippi east. It's like lights everywhere, right? Uh-huh. And then you look at West and it's like pocket of lights there, pocket of lights there, pockets of lights there, and just vast blackness in between. Yeah, it's cool when you get to see that, though, at night when you go out and look up and you can actually see the stars. Yeah. It's so rare for us, anyway. Yeah. It's kind of the opposite of what I'm talking about, but yeah. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the lights of cities. I know, but if there's pockets of, like, no light, then you can see the stars. Oh, I, okay. That was a leap, but yeah, I got, I got where you're going. When you were talking about the, the vast, you know, expanses of blackness, I was remembering being in the vast expanses of blackness. Uh, they took a, a ferry. To, oh, yeah. That was cool. <laughs> and there was uh, these two fucking... Elderly men. <laughs> they looked like they were in their 40s. late 30s, early 40s, yeah. But they were drunk and harassing people, including an old woman that they kept, who was sitting in her car in the ferry for right. some reason, and they kept coming up to her window and, like, pouring fucking beer on her window and stuff. It was weird. Like, is no one running the ferry? Or is there no staff on this thing? I don't know. Because why were they allowed to act like that? That just seems weird. So they were talking about how they could get revenge on him, and, and Dawson's like, oh, I know a way. Have you ever seen American Graffiti? Yeah. So he chains their car to the ferry. Yes. Which, like, I don't know how... how where did he get the chain? It was just on the ferry. It's part of the anchor. Oh, okay. But yeah, so then he... Pacey uh, moons these dudes, and then they're like... Woohoo, and flipping them off, and they're trying to chase them, and the back of their car just gets ripped off. Yeah. It's awesome. It's just like the movie American Graffiti. I've never seen it, so it was, like, all new and exciting for me. Wow. <laughs> you know who directed American Graffiti? Steven Spielberg. No. <laughs> who? Steven Spielberg's best friend. I don't know who that is. Who? Take, take a guess. No. George Lucas, baby. Cool. Star Wars' own George Lucas. <laughs> Yay. It's a good movie. Okay, I'll see it. I've never seen it. You can show me American Graffiti. You know who's in it? No. <laughs> Ron Howard. Oh, from Happy Days. Yes, they they reference him. Ron Howard and fucking, what's her name? Is it Michelle Williams? No, Michelle Williams is on this show. Yeah. Um, Michelle something. I don't know. From Laverne and Shirley. Okay. Shirley. Okay. Not Laverne. Uh, she's in it, and Richard Dreyfus is in it. I, I know him. And somebody else, <laughs> and also Harrison Ford. 
Okay. Why are you? Why are you looking? What? You're gonna fall asleep over there? You're like shaking your. <laughs> Fuck what are you, you doing? Fuck you. But what are you doing? Explain. Why are you shaking your head like that? Because I'm boring you. No, because I'm not sure why we're going through the cast of this movie. I'm telling you who's in it so you can be interested in it. Okay, I was already interested. You got me. American Graffiti will do it. Yeah, it's about Vietnam. Okay. Why are there fairies? No, I don't want to know. <laughs> oh. Why are what? I was going to say, why are there fairies in Vietnam? And I was like, never mind. There's no fairies in the movie. Okay. What? There are no fairies in the movie. What? Why are you confused? <laughs> Why did you think there were fairies in the because movie? Because he got the idea for what he did from American Graffiti. They change. They're at a one of those like drive-in, like the what they used to have, like an A and W type place where you drive into a car hop place where they bring you a malt and a fucking cheeseburger, right? Okay. They're in one of those, and he, he ties a he ties like a chain around a pole or something like that, and ties it to the back of this person's. Car and then they do the same thing and same thing happens. Get gotcha. Yanks the fucking axle out. Okay. Because he's an idiot and fucking drives as fast as he can, even though his car is not going anywhere. Like, why would you keep doing that? Yeah, that is stupid. Um. Yeah. I mean, like, even if it's like wet roads, you're just digging yourself further. That's never a good idea. Yeah. So. In the meantime, while the boys are off, mm-hmm. the girls are having their own issues. Oh, yeah, Because Joey gets a ride to school. Oh, she gets a ride, all right. From this douchebag named Warren. He's a... Warren Gary. Never oh. trust a guy with two first names. Never trust a guy in a varsity letter jacket. Just oh, saying. Wow. I mean, you'd think that that would mean that they're, you know, upstanding dudes, but it does not. Would you? Would you think that in 1957? (laughs) I don't know. There are a bunch of upstanding young gentlemen (laughs) in their varsity jackets. Um, But, yeah. Well, look, it's a promenade of of the most fine, upstanding citizens in town. Wow. Okay, Grandpa. Um, Young Katie can't wait to get pinned. (laughs) Good. He's being a dick to her on the car ride. <laughs> he tells her she talks too much. Yeah, he does say that. Like, oh, when she, and then she's up talking. He's like, oh, that's better. Like, it's he like, says it's something like the kind of douchey thing where a guy would be like, oh, you're so much prettier when you smile. Like, you're so much better when you shut up. Like, what the fuck? Right. He says something before that about sex. Yeah. He says something like, I can't remember. He said something about sex, and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, you're a virgin, though, aren't you? Well, he called Dawson her boyfriend. That's what started that whole conversation. And then... No, he said something else about sex first. And then oh, he right. said, "And then he said, I know you're a virgin or whatever. And then he said, is that all you and your boyfriend Dawson do is talk? Talk, yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, he's not my boyfriend. So, <clears throat> I mean, I don't think there was anything terrible on this car ride that would make them hate each other. Well, he, I don't know. He was being a kind of a dick. Yeah. He sounded like he was so nice at first. This is, this is exactly, this should be a warning sign for all right. young women everywhere. He seemed so nice at first, and don't, then I got into his car. Yeah, don't get rides with boys. Yeah, you tell him. <laughs> no riding in cars with boys. Um, 
Okay, so she runs into Jen later, who's like, hey, I got to ask you something. Did you fuck Warren Gary? Because <laughs> he's telling everybody you did. Yeah. Like, what turns, the fuck? Turns out that he only picked her up so that he could be seen dropping her off. So that he could say, yeah, we fucked. This whole thing makes very little sense to me. He wants a reputation. Yeah, he wants a reputation, but like, then we find... Don't give a damn about my bad reputation. But then we find out from Abby. Yeah, Abby's back. Abby is back. In a very limited role, unfortunately, <laughs> but she's back. Um, but we find out from her that his ex-girlfriend says that basically he, he couldn't get it up. Right. So... That, I assumed, meant he's gay. I think he's gay. Even though the the show doesn't say doesn't really say that I think he's gay. Yeah, and then later it's like he's really acting like he's not still, so I have no idea. He's trying to ask Jen out on a real date, or I mean, uh, pay Joey out on a yeah. real date. But like, when she finds out he's telling everybody they slept together, she does the stupidest thing and approaches him in the cafeteria in front of everybody. Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he basically says, you know, hey, you know, my reputation, blah, blah, blah. He he literally pulls a line out of Billy Madison where he's trying, like in Billy Madison where he's talking to that, he gets into high school or he's been cool all through fucking middle school and shit. And he gets into high, the first day of high school, he's wearing that jean jacket. Everyone thinks he's a fucking loser because that's what high school kids would be like. And he's talking to this uh, girl in in, um, science class or whatever and, like, asking her a question or whatever. And she's like, ooh, don't talk to me. And he's like, no, I will not be your boyfriend. Yeah. (laughs) And everyone, like, turns and looks at them and stuff. Like, he, he literally pulls a line out of that movie. Yeah. So that, you know, just humiliates her and makes it worse. And then... Jen says... Yeah, Jen gets the idea, let's get revenge on him. I know a way to get revenge, she said. And they tell people that Joey is pregnant. I thought it was going to be STD. See, like I said to you at the time, I don't think that would be advantageous because then everyone's going to think she has an STD too. I don't understand. She doesn't want to have sex right now. I don't understand what she look at me like. Oh, you think she wants to fuck? I think she'd fuck Dawson. But the reason I look at you like that is because in three years, people are going to be like, oh, she's chlamydia girl. And they're not going to sleep with her. What about the guy, though? What about the guy? The would guy would still be chlamydia guy. Okay, but. She could it, say AIDS. It, it's like murder-suicide. Like do I you- guess, but I don't understand how pregnancy is better. Well, because like I said, they're not going to believe it for long because there will be no pregnant belly. There will be no baby. Because abortion doesn't exist. They can't just spread that rumor that she got an abortion. She went up to Providence and got it taken care of. Well, in... At the abortion clinic next to the whorehouse. Right. (laughs) Providence is a real fucking dive. And then... um, Abby finds out, like, about that rumor first, mm-hmm. and she's very, like, supportive and nice to, she to is. Joey. She is, yeah. And she starts spreading the rumor about what a jackass this guy is, because Joey did a really good job acting and talking about how, you know, oh, he said he loved me, mm-hmm. and, you know, then he said the baby's my problem and mine alone. This guy gets a sticker on his locker that says anybody can be of uh Anybody can be a dad, but it takes a real man to be a father. Anyone can make a baby, but it takes a real man to be a father. Yeah, there you go. And then uh, inside is a little baby doll in a fucking bottle. Like, 
<laughs> These are some fucking good. Like, somebody went to the store to purchase those <laughs> items to put in this dude's locker. Like, people are going out of their way. Yeah. Um. So, eventually, he gets sick enough of it that, you know, he confronts Joey. Yeah. And... Joey's basically like, hey, I heard you can't... He's like... He's like, well, you know, a uh, way to like combat the rumors. Let's make it true. And she's like, mm, I think I'd be getting all excited for uh, something you can't deliver on, buddy, because I heard you're fucking uh, impotent or whatever. Right. And then he's like, that's when he's like, oh, what do you want me to do? And she says, uh, just deny that we had sex together. And he was like, all right, fine. And he's like, look, you know, I picked you up because I really liked you. And... Maybe we could go out on a date, you know, like, groping optional. But this is so stupid, because, like, if he really liked her, then why didn't he, like, ask her on a real date instead of telling everybody that he was, you know, sleeping with her? I think this is going to come back up later. I think he's going to come back up, and I think this is, which is ironic because he doesn't get up. But, (laughs) um, and I think uh, this, like, I think his character is going to come back later. But I think think he's gay. I think he's gay and, and in heavy denial. Yeah, maybe. And that's part of the part of him saying like, "Oh, we can go on a date though," because like he doesn't want her to think that he's gay. You don't date a, a woman for six months when you're in high school, and she wants to have sex, and you can't get it up. You're either doing a lot of drugs, <laughs> which doesn't appear like he's doing, or you're gay, right? And he just doesn't want to say to anybody he's gay. And it makes so much sense why he would like. He just picked some nice girl that he knew was a virgin and, and thought, like, you know, well, she won't fight it or whatever. And I'm just going to make this rumor up about her. And then I can say, hey, look, I had sex with a woman and no one will say I'm gay anymore or no one will think it or whatever. Because maybe, like, his buddies deep down were like, mm. she says I don't have sex with her. I mean, like, maybe he's a you're, uh, you're getting quite the backstory going there, Mr. Writer. Well, I think it's that. I think it's all implied. Yeah, I agree. You're probably right. We'll see. Yep. But so that diffuses the whole situation there. And hopefully Jen and Joey can be friends. Yeah. They um, share an ice cream. Yeah, yeah, Joey. Well, before that, at some point in the episode, they had a really bad fight, though. Kind of. Like, Jen was, or Joey was really mean to Jen. Yeah, Joey's always mean to Jen. And Jen is so nice. That's not cool. And then she doesn't even apologize. She just shows up with ice cream and Jen's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like oh, they're cool again. cookie dough? You, yeah. got, you got me. All, all better now. Apparently, if you want to have sex with Jen, all you need is cookie dough ice cream. <laughs> Get you everywhere. Um. So then Joey is literally... Oh, well, while they're having their ice cream, Joey says, you know, sure, uh, Jen says, can we be friends without Dawson getting between us? And Joey's like, well, yeah, he's only in love with one of us. And Jen goes, yep. Must be nice. Right. Um. And that gets in Joey's head. Mm-hmm. So she's waiting for him when he gets home, trying to find out, you know, what all happened on his guy's night. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've been up for more than 24 hours. I just need to sleep. We'll talk later. And she's like, okay, I can wait. And then she's like, I can wait. Yeah, like, maybe he's asleep. And then she turns to the camera and goes, I can wait. <laughs> it was some pretty uh, heavy subtext yeah. there. What the fuck? So but I is- really liked that end shot, too, though. It was very, mm-hmm. like, she's staring at him sleeping. And, yeah. yeah. No. It was very the hand that rocks the cradle. <laughs> it was stalkery and weird, yes. <laughs> but uh, that is the episode for the week, Carol. So you can write us at latefee1994aol.com. Yes. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Uh-huh. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.